0: No days off! No days off! No days off! No days off! This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> Boom! With Andy Hart. Alright, good to be with you. Alright. This microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal Hannibal. Hannibal. Oh, Mr. Commer on weei.com Episode
1: two. Off-day podcast, following five Patriots practices?
0: Five action, well, not really, action-packed. Semi-action-packed. 5 workouts where they put helmets on. Yep. Some they had pads on. More often than not, they didn't have pads on. Three of the five, actually, no pads. And in one of the ones where they had pads, it wasn't really that uh, great what, of a workout. lasted
1: like an hour and a half.
0: Some media members have called it Club Med. I'm not really willing to go down that road just yet. But, uh, yeah, we just Summers came Someone has
1: also called it BBCC. Country Club? Bill Belichick Country Club.
0: I like it. BBCC. I kind of like that, too. So we're fresh off the practice field inside Gillette Stadium. Yes. Which, the season ticket holder practice, it's Fox an annual event. Foxborough residents. The big wrinkle this year, there is grass on yes, the field grass. so they can, quote, play ball. Uh, Bill Belichick, when asked about the conditions, said, well, it's a soccer field. <laughs> That's where he left it, so I really have no idea what that means, but um, it was a light workout tonight after Rodney Harrison. Don't say and tonight. Oh, sorry. This is the timelessness of a podcast. On Monday night at Gillette Stadium, after Rodney Harrison and Leon Gray were inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame, the usual. Then good turnout by nice the way. Prou- very good crowd at the Hall of Fame. Very good crowd uh, for the, the night practice. A very good crowd of former Patriots, both Hall of Famers, non-Hall of Famers, Random celebrity guests like former Eagles wide receiver Jason Avant, who yep. got called out by Harrison in his Hall speech. of Fame speech. Good uh, speech, by the way. Yes, I thought Harrison was good, and I also thought Bill Belichick was good, where he uh, kind of concluded with the idea that not only is Rodney Harrison a Patriots Hall of Famer, he should join Ty Law in the Bill Pro Football Hall of Fame. Bill called it the NFL Hall of Fame. Not a, not fame. a thing. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, but then afterwards, the practice was kind of light. Shorts jerseys, But this practice helmets, is always light. It has gone in that direction. It wasn't always. There was a time when this was actually um, a red-white scrimmage. Uh, well, not in my would, time. Well, you're a youngin'. I'm an oldin', and I know these things. Uh, back in the day, you would break up red and white. You'd have Brian Hoyer on one side, Tom Brady on the other. Brian Hoyer would get Gronk. Brady would get the number two tight end, and they would actually kind of throw together it. a college football-like spring game That'd be scrimmage. a nice treat for the fans. Yeah, we don't have that anymore, so nope. let's move on. Um, not all that much news coming out of tonight's practice so we're going to summarize the first five days that's really what this is all about giving you a little bit of a measuring stick and i'm going to ask you a simple question which player has stood out the most from the first five days of workouts can be a star who's expected to shine or a newcomer who is catching your eye oh that leads me right into who i was going to say newcomer catching my eye maurice harris mo harris wide receiver and you just uh on Monday night spoke with him what he have to say
1: I just spoke a little bit of generalities about joining the team joining Tom Brady in the offense just you know how the system compares to other systems he's been in he's working at different positions on the wide receiver tree i think he's a guy that that's going to stick i think you can look at him as Probably pencil him in as a lock to make the roster. Got a lot of passes. Just seems to be on the same page with Brady.
0: I would agree. Given the lack of talent at the wide receiver position, he has separated himself early from the pack. Um, Dontrell Inman separated himself in a different way by not practicing the last few days. Um, He is going down the wrong road, and then some of the young guys... Braxton Braxton Berrios. Another guy. Nah. At least he's been out there. Yeah, but he's done nothing. Um, He had that one nice catch crossing the field, beating Jonathan Jones for Brady. But
1: that was the only catch he's ever caught from Tom Brady this spring.
0: Hey, you got to have one. you got to start with one. Who's yours? A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, my friend. Who's yours? Uh... I don't know whether I want to go down the road of Stefan Gilmore's been really good. Come on. Okay, you don't like that. The Athletic said he's the best player on the field. Why can't I say he's the best player on the field? That's, Jeff Howe said it. Come on, next. Okay, next. Um, somebody who stood out for me for the better. Uh, how about Terrence Brooks? All right. I think he's a an early, I don't want to say talk of the camp, but some scuttlebutt up in the press box on Monday night during the stadium practice. Um, he has certainly gotten reps with guys like Chung and McCordy in that for sure, quote-unquote top defense, even pushing Deron Harmon to the second group at times. We what,
1: One thing, before we go are on. Why you raising your hand? Do yeah. you want to ask a question? Because before we go on with Terrence yes, Kruz, Ryan on the first episode of this podcast,
0: which was at Lord Hoa Brewing, great place, by the way. It was tremendous. Good buffalo chicken pizza. I had buffalo chicken pizza uh, Good beer Monday well. night.
1: <laughs> Good beer as well. Good beer as well. You said that his his contract that didn't give him a lot of money.
0: Yeah, you looked it up or I something? I fact-checked. About time you brought something to this podcast. They did
1: over two million dollars.
0: Okay, so he's making the team. He's yes. in the Brandon Bolden boat. Yes, the yes. two million dollar special teamers. But and that actually a good segue because much of this week Brandon Bolden has been the featured back he, on offense, he has been. getting thrown the ball and running the ball in goal line situations, which I don't care for. Damian Harris is out there. Get him the ball soon. Get him used to it. Uh, but Terrence Brooks was on the first goal line defense yep. and has been on the first regular defense at times. He is a lock to make the roster. For sure. And now I don't even I thought he was a lock all along. I thought he might unseat Nate Ebner. Yep. Now I think he's a lock not only because of his contract, his special teams abilities, they may see him as a guy that has defensive value, which Ebner does not. Correct. But if you're
1: talking about him as a safety, potentially taking drawn Harmon's spot...
0: Eh, I think it's a little premature.
1: Right, because that means you know what you have in drawn Harmon. I know his contract's probably a little bit more than it should be for a backup, but you know what you're going to get from him. It's a solid defensive player, solid safety.
0: But it is interesting in that for, what, three-plus years-ish, it's been McCourty, Chung, Harmon. Just a rotation yep. slash plenty of three safety sets, but they then all- other times when there's only two. So is it too costly a backup? I don't know. I still think they're they're all going to be here. Brooks will add that trio because you've kind of played without a net there. You've right. only had those three. It's been great that they've been out there, right? But you've only had those three. Uh, Bolden, I, as I mentioned, I think he's a special teamer. I think once the the rubber meets the road, and we saw Sony Michelle on Monday night do a little bit more as he works back from that knee procedure. Knee um, scope. Yes, I think that's a uh, a good combo you're going to have of young lead back options. <laughs> Damian Harris, he got blown up on the goal line the other day. Yep. Um, but that's going to happen. He's a young back. He's going to learn. There's going to be a, some growing pains. But you definitely want to have two. But, I don't feel good about just Sony Michelle if it's just that. But as
1: we saw last year, they could have used Brandon Bolden. Sure. Just look at what they had to do at running back. Sure. So I, I think he's a good but guy to have around. He's, you have he, a ton a, of depth
0: now. Yes. I, I mean, with I, Rex Burkhead as... That's probably uh, one of the best... Yes. top to
1: bottom positions in the entire well, team. Well, the
0: two things we're talking about, I think the secondary and the backfield are two of the deeper positions. Although, I guess I'd throw a linebacker in there. That's a pretty damn deep position now, too, For with sure. Jamie Collins coming back, joining that group. Um, but the cornerback position, you know, we kind of joke about, Stephon Gilmore has looked really good. Yes. He should look really good. He should. He's considered one of the top two cornerbacks in and football. And look who he's going against. Right. Braxton, Barrios and Philip Dorsett. If he can't cover Braxton, Barrios, I don't care when it is, whether it's man or whether it's zone, he's in trouble. He's yes. not ready. He looks good. He's talking a good game. I think he's ready to go. I am I'm intrigued by the linebacker position. Okay. We'll move into that area because you have a lot of guys that have played a lot of NFL football. Yes. Like, a Landon Roberts, I know most fans, having done a lot of pre and post game shows where fans complain about a Landon Roberts, the guy started like 30 something NFL games. He's a, I don't know if you want to call it, okay, pedestrian, complimentary player. Like, yeah. he comes to the table. You're not going to love him. He's not going to make a lot of game changing plays. But you're not going to hate him either. He's not going to no. be an embarrassment, and he is now probably last in line at linebacker. So do you have him on your roster? I do, but I could see him getting cut.
1: it seems like that's going to come down to him or Christian Sam.
0: See, I don't think Sam is going to make it. I don't. So with, then, who would
1: take Robert's spot?
0: I don't. I just I think he'd be off the roster. I think he'd be a numbers game. You would just I go less at go, linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know, I think you look at it and say, I, I need a player wherever. An extra offensive lineman.
1: But you can look at it and say that Juwan Bentley is basically an upgrade over Landon Roberts. Well, you have... You sort of the same thing. From what things. we've
0: seen in camp, Jamie Collins has been playing a lot of middle linebacker and yep. Juwan Bentley's been playing a lot of middle line. That's right. two middle linebackers. Right. Then you have, obviously, Kyle Vanoy and Dante Hightower. Who are more of the edge guys. More the edge guys. But Hightower can play in the middle if you need right. him to. Or Collins can play on the outside True. if you need him to. So there's some overlapping there. And also,
1: I think it's noting, too, I don't think Atlanta Roberts has any special teams value. Which, no. Which probably hurts its case. Right.
0: And even a guy like Chase Winovich is a stand-up edge player where yeah. if Hightower moves into the middle because of a necessity, yeah. he plays outside. So I just, if you get down to a numbers game and you get down to 52, 53, 54, 55 in that area, yep. it wouldn't stun me if you go... We like and Roberts. He's done a lot of good things for us, but it's just a numbers game. Right. Right? Right? Do I think he's going to be on the team? Yes, I'm predicting that now. Would I be stunned if he were off it? I would not.
1: Another guy sort of on the bubble in that same area, Derek Rivers. You had a big, bold prediction about Derek Rivers this offseason, 6-8 sacks.
0: And people, you know, I was doing, we're posting a roster projection. It's probably up by the time you listen to this on uh, WEI.com. We and people uh, looking over my show, oh, just cut Derek Rivers. He, he doesn't do anything. I don't know. I see Derek Rivers with the first defense I relatively too. often. In the I first thought he actually had days. a good
1: day in that short practice on Saturday. He made some nice plays right. and just stood out. He's now,
0: he, he's standing out in the in the good way. I've been around long enough to know sometimes being with the first defense means you're a first defender. Sometimes it's a last-ditch effort to see what you've got what you before got. you're out the door. Yes. And this is a make-or-break season for Derek There's Rivers. There's no question. Bill can only say he has a great future for so long. Can only say he works hard and everybody loves him for so long. At some point, you actually have to step onto an NFL game field. And he contribute. And contribute. He has and what, that is this year. one sack in his whole NFL yes, career. He, Granted, that was
1: only, what, six games? going to have eight this year. I could, I could see that.
0: Uh, let's go six. We'll All start right. on the low end of All it. All right. Six, two, eight. Um, you know, we're not talking a lot about offense.
1: I was going to transition to that. Probably the story of training camp so far, Danny Etling. Changing positions. New wide receiver, Danny Etling.
0: You know we don't work for Patriots.com. Patriots football weekly. We don't have to fluff up people. Okay, I know Sports Center did a, did a, did a, a hit on it. A great feature on him. But what? That he, is Danny he, Etling going to make the team? No. Is going to is Danny Etling going to make a difference for the Patriots in any form of or fashion this he year? He could. How he could give
1: them a good look on the scout team on the practice squad. He
0: he has a chance to make the practice squad.
1: It's a nice story.
0: What what else do you? It's a nice story this time of year. We're are we we nice to find... stories. Or are we talking real football? You There's can do lots both. Of nice stories. Who else? Let's, I don't know. I'm sure Jacob Janssen's a nice guy. He's a great guy here. Okay. So why but don't we do, just emphasize that, him? But no one was. Have you watched Danny Etling play? Yeah. Can he throw? He can throw. Can he throw accurately at an NFL or even practice squad level? Not most of the time. Can he catch passes at an NFL or practice squad level? He's working on it. Can he? Not right now. Okay. Thank you. He's so what does hard. he bring to the table other than he's a really nice guy? I think he's going to make a tremendous coach. I said this in the media tent the other day all he's doing is delaying going to get a graduate assistance job at some college maybe LSU I don't know and then beginning what is going to be I'm going to say it right now what is going to be a successful coaching career
1: it probably is given his work ethic and everything that comes with him but wouldn't this be a nice story for a guy who you know worked as hard as anybody rookie could work could work last year stories
0: nice stories But, no, the guy, I'm gonna write about Manny he Del can serve Carmen, he's multiple
1: purposes on the practice squad. He's a guy that can be a wide receiver, who Brian Hoyer said was his best scout team wide receiver last year. He can be a quarterback. You can do a lot of things with him. Let's just say, let's just play something out here. Let's say Jared Stidham has a great preseason, and you can afford to cut Brian Hoyer. So then it wouldn't be it's possible. Not, so wouldn't that be, you can make a case that it'd be good to have that league around so you can have three quarterbacks and actually run things properly?
0: I don't know. Is he a quarterback?
1: Yes. He doesn't get to wear a red jersey anymore. He's
0: still throwing passes. A lot of guys throw passes. Is Nick Casario a quarterback? I believe he's the director of player personnel. And Danny Etling (laughs) was once a quarterback, too. Now he's a wide receiver. They've transitioned him.
1: He just serves multiple purposes. He'd be a good guy to have on the practice squad. He affords you some flexibility. I agree.
0: But why are we talking about the practice squad? Because we have nothing else to talk about. That's not true. We have plenty to talk about. Let's talk about the left tackle position. Arguably a very important factor in this team heading towards September. Isaiah Wynn has done what? Not much. Nothing. He's Nothing talking. with 11-on-11. 11 11. Right. He has not played football, because last I checked, football's 11-on-11. 11 11. It's yes. not one-on-one. It's not go jog with the trainer now, on the lower field. Let's
1: be fair. He's been out there with the team, yes. and then after stretching, he's gone down to do some conditioning work, and then came back towards the end of the workout. So he's progressing.
0: Do you believe Isaiah Wynn will be ready to start and play 60-plus snaps on opening night against the Pittsburgh Steelers? I do not. Okay, so there's a question. Who's playing left tackle? right now, Because the last couple days at practice, who did I see? uh dan skipper and the millionaire no dan skipper should not be playing left tackle for tom brady I, I where agree. was he last when i saw him on uh, the practice on, squad on the parade walking through the locker room to me going who the hell is that guy that looks like he's about 85 based on his hairline right yeah now that's the guy i'm gonna trust but to protect no, no, my 42 year old no, 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 quarterback no,
1: no, no. They, if they if that was the case where isaiah Wynn would not start the season you'd be looking at joe tooney as left tackle okay so who's that left guard then you have open competition. Ted Karras. I was going to say, Ted Karras, James Ferentz
0: probably in the mix. Does either of those guys lend any like, they've, confidence? They've done it, but no. Not in an extended period, really. No. Right? No. So I have concerns about the left side of the offensive line. There's no question. If you if- move Tooney, because I think there's a chance Tooney can give you two games, three games, four games. He
1: played left tackle in college. Correct.
0: Bill Belichick you- talked about, he compare him to Logan Mankins. Today. Yeah, he needs to relax that a little bit. <laughs> um but when you move him, now you've changed two positions. Like You have right. two question marks instead of one. Sort at least of. if it's left tackle, sort you only have one question Sort of. Oh, no, no. You have two. No. When was the you, last you, time Joe you, Tooney took an NFL snap at left tackle? He's. When that was g- the last time Joe you Tooney? You haven't seen it,
1: but he's that good of a
0: lineman. There's a lot of things okay I with. haven't seen, and I don't always believe they're there. You don't trust him? That's you. called faith. Okay, so you, I don't have faith. You, you I like really to see things in front of me. You
1: don't have faith at Joe Tooney playing left tackle?
0: I have some faith, but it's a question mark. If you don't acknowledge it's a question mark after he's been nothing but a left guard, then you're just whistling the last past time, the graveyard. The last
1: time the Patriots had a question mark at left tackle to start the season was a couple years ago when Jimmy Garoppolo was play, starting quarterback against Arizona Cardinals. Nate Solder didn't play in that game. They turned out just fine. They're going to be right. fine. They'll be fine.
0: How about the other time when they went to Kansas City a few seasons back and the offensive line was a question and it got blowed the bleep up? I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Sometimes when there's questions on the line, it goes poorly. I know we all have the ultimate faith in Dante Scarnecchia. I lead the fan club. I think he's the greatest human being to walk the planet. But statement. But there are questions on the offensive line. For sure. I don't want to see Dan Skipper protecting Tom Brady. I I don't care how long he is. Like, he's Nate Solder 2.0. But that's the other
1: thing we should also bring up when we're talking about this. They've had a lot of guys. They've had three guys now retire.
0: And I think yeah, pick- that's not ideal. No. I think two of them could have made the
1: roster. Jared Valdir was, I think, your He g- was going to start your, in September. He no was your,
0: doubt. yeah, exactly. They paid him money to be a part-time starter at left tackle. He was
1: your Adrian Water replacement.
0: Your bridge. Yes. Remember when the Red Sox used the term bridge? He was your bridge tackle. Yes. He was going to bridge you to the future tackle. And Brian Schwenke, I think, was a legitimate candidate to be an interior probably guy. Be- Backup or say Tooney had to play tackle. Right. He might have been a guard. Right. And then, I don't know, J.J. Dealman. Was here he, like a day and a half. You went through two practices. I thought he was Chris was like, Dielman's yeah, kid, and I'm then done. I saw him and realized there was no relation.
1: Um, another thing that came up tonight uh, in meeting with Bill Belichick, Gerard Mayo's role. A lot of questions on his role and play He's calling. He's been calling
0: plays throughout training camp with the headset on, but that is not the same as calling plays on game days. You know why? I can explain it to everyone, including media members who aren't aware of this. Gerard Mayo has a script. So he reads play four, calls the defense. You know who made the script? Bill Belichick. Bill, now, Mayo may have been in the room, as right. probably was Brett Bielema and everybody else, right. but it's scripted. But this isn't a scrimmage where you're calling plays. No. And- On game day, yeah. he will have a play sheet, which, again, was drawn up by Bill Belichick. But now when you're third and less than five at the plus 50, there's three things, and you need to pick one of them within about five seconds. Right. Because of the situation, the flow of the game. And this goes back to another thing that I've asked Bill about we've talked a lot about over the years. Play calling. Is it a science or is it an art? Is it analyze, 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 and boom, spit out the right call? Yards, or is there a feel? You know how Bill always says the game declares itself? Yeah. We have no idea what Gerard Mayo is going to do in those situations.
1: So, Yeah. I guess.
0: I'm just saying he's... Listen, I was the first proponent to bring up the idea that Gerard Mayo was going to be the defensive Actually, I think
1: you do have that I don't title. need
0: the actually. I was. You were. You and I, can, I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Because everybody told me it was a stupid idea and that either Bill Belichick or Brett Bielema, somebody with the initials BB, had no was going to call plays. No well, chance. those guys... Now, Bill could still call plays on occasion. Yeah. He will not call plays throughout the year. Now, he has told other media members, not us... But other media members, he's going to take on a bigger role on defense.
1: Who's that? Oh, William McGinnis.
0: William McGinnis. Serious so, as well. Yeah, serious as well. I, I firmly believe that. That only makes sense. You turn of over course. your entire coaching staff on defense, yes, you're going and to you focus have a, over there. a very
1: inexperienced but staff at that.
0: I don't think he's going to call plays from week one to week 16. I just don't see that happening. I, think I, I am I think it's going to be somebody else, and I think it's going to be Gerard that Mayo. That was my... There's a learning process. But I will say, Bill has been very complimentary of all his coaches, his young coaches. Joe Judge, who's pulling the double dip. We've talked a little bit about this, but opens training camp, boom. He's with the specialists, with the special teamers, and he's coaching the wide receivers. Bill just heaped praise on him, his ability to coach, coach pretty much position. anything, which is what people say about Bill, who also is a former special teams coach. I'm think this not was sure I put Joe Judge. In the Bill Bowls Oh, he also has uh, first initial, last initial, same, like BB, JJ.
1: I think that was Bill doing Joe Judge a solid. I think that Joe Judge wants to be in a head coach one day. I think he's going the John Harbaugh
0: route. Yep. And that was sort of the way that he... I just want him to come up with some good wide receivers. That's all I really want him to do right now. Which I'm like Bill. I'm about the here and the now, and the here and the now is Julian Edelman's on the sideline. Yep. That brings me to somebody else. Ooh, yes. This is a big one. Nikhil Harry. First round pick. I am no longer wild about Harry. No. Um... Neither am I. I by have the way. concerns about Harry. I'm not jumping to conclusions, and I don't want to hear all people go on Twitter and rip me. Well, and, although, and this practices means nothing.
1: It's only the day day three. Yeah, day practices four. mean
0: nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. He should be dropping the ball all the time like he is. He's struggling to catch the football. Like routine passes. Struggling to run routes, struggling to get open. Now I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. It's early. His head is spinning, he's, he's gotta, learning the yes. offense. You know, as um, Brian Hoyer was talking about Stidham, how things start to stack up. Yep. Like you're not even sure what we did on Thursday, and on Friday they added new things that build off of what you did Thursday, and you're like, right. hey guys, I didn't really wasn't I, really comfortable
1: with Thursday yet."
0: Yes, it just stacks up.
1: We saw this on Friday, I think, when he or Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I think Friday. had no
0: idea where to line Lined up. Lined
1: up in the wrong spot twice that caused the team to run a lap. Right,
0: Friday, not good. When Tom Brady had an off day. We should probably yes. slide that into this podcast. I don't know the relevance, but Tom Brady get to that. needed an off day. This is the off day podcast. I was going to get to that. On the second day. It'd be like me taking Save this it. podcast off. Save it. Right? Save it. Save what? Save your, your thoughts on that. Oh, okay. So let's Harry. get back to Harry. Yes. I'm concerned. There's no red shirt he- year here for Nikhil They Harry. need him to contribute. He needs to start. He needs to catch passes. He needs to be a weapon that instills some fear in a defense. I'm not saying he needs to catch 100 balls or 80 balls for 1,000 yards. He needs to be a trusted, counted on, somewhat feared weapon. And right now, what I fear when they throw it to him is that he's going to deflect it into the air for an interception to the other team. That's happened multiple times. His hands have not been good. A lot of things haven't what been has good. What does Bill want his receivers to do? It's very simple. Catch the ball. Nope. There's Get one. open. Get open and catch the ball. I don't see him getting open. I don't see him catching the ball. Not good. If your job description only has two bullet points and you fail both, I feel like you're not doing your job. Now,
1: I mean, there have been cases, too, where some young players have looked poor in practice. Jimmy Garoppolo comes to mind, and then when the game and the lights come on, he shines. So maybe... We see this with Harry, so it's, like you said before, too early to jump to major conclusions. And I would
0: say, similarly, quarterback and wide receiver, there's a lot of thinking, a lot of pressure. Right. Sometimes in practice, they're putting you in bad situations to yeah. see how you react, whereas in the game, you have more control as an he's athlete. He's also going against
1: some good cornerbacks that he's not used to going against. There's just a lot of things going on. We have an excuse-making
0: siren. I feel like we should have, raw, raw, raw. here's where Ryan makes excuses.
1: Raw, raw. I'm helping you out.
0: You're not helping me out. All right. You're helping to kill Harry out. But, carry well, his it, water. Here, you want my water? I can carry yeah, it for Nikhil Harry. It's my job with Danny Etling, apparently. Uh, obviously, you and Sports Center, apparently, because they, <laughs> they did a whole hit on him, which I can't understand. But go ahead. Proceed. It's good. It's good.
1: Um, enough on Harry. Enough. Yeah, I don't
0: want to go overboard on Harry. He's your number two receiver. He's your number one receiver on the field right now. Right now, yes.
1: And eh, Philip Dorsett probably is,
0: but he's not. I'm just Philip saying Dorsett hasn't been a number one receiver since he left the high school football.
1: Field. I'm just saying he's right now. He's better than Nikhil Harry.
0: that's probably true you're right you're right
1: next the just tom brady having day two off weird little weird.
0: little weird now i will say it's it's not truly day two for him it's day five because the quarterbacks the rookies the injured players arrive early i don't think they did a ton so for him to need it off i don't know it's weird i didn't love it um but then his attitude out there was almost like a benefit. He was bouncing around the field, oh yeah, serving as a ball boy when the other quarterbacks are throwing and like turning, throwing on the run, he laughing, was coaching up. Matt when um, when Harry got in trouble and everybody had to run a lap, he, he immediately runs over. And I don't know if you noticed because I picked up on this high above Gillette Stadium. I was high above Gillette Stadium doing WeeI's Dale and Keith show, and Tom Brady was with Julian Edelman. They were kneeling mm-hmm. right next to the offense, yep. watching. When it became clear what was about to happen, Julian Edelman headed to the sideline and got the hell out of Dodge. Tom Brady jogged the lap with his team. Julian Edelman has a bad thumb. There's no reason Julian Edelman couldn't have done the lap. Um, But I just thought that was very interesting in Brady. The energy he brought on his day off um, was admirable. That's why he's Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, and he's doing the same stuff after practice. We saw him with Chase Winovich. Doing more
0: stuff. One of the weekend sessions. Kevin Winovich, whack him with a bag and shove him and push him. Not to the ground. Two but Michigan men going hard. Two Wolverines. You know when two Wolverines meet in the woods, what happens? So the the I don't know. No, I'm not sure. They know. make a baby, or they I don't know. I'm
1: but sure. the the work ethic still there.
0: Yes. And any Tom con- Brady looks good. I was
1: going to say any concerns that he suddenly no concerns. Yeah, none. He's and fine.
0: for anyone who wasn't sure, he's worn a neoprene sleeve on his knee for about thirty years now. So any media members who weren't aware of that, um, it's okay. Pay a little more <laughs> no, attention, no, please. No need. To- <laughs> No need I not name stop. names. Rhymes with Ren Rowland. <laughs> oh, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> we funny. love Ben Volan. We love him. You're funny. Uh, what else you got?
1: Um, What else do we have? Michael Bennett. He arrived late to camp on Sunday. Straight off the plane from, from Hawaii. Said it was excused. Now, the one thing
0: that... weird that he had a coconut bra on,
1: I thought. The one thing that brought up with him is he immediately jumped into practice.
0: Yes. Usually, you need two days to get... It's like the CBA rules. Yes, you have to have two non-padded practices before you hit the field in pads. He didn't. He got out there in his tiny little shoulder pads and that he brings with him. And the drills right away. Kicked uh, Froholt's yes. butt on one play and then gave him a little, don't worry, Rook, I'm pretty good, pat on the butt. Um, and then also had a very interesting post-practice interview session yes. with the media. Talked about a, a wide variety of things but was really praiseful of Bill Belichick for treating him as a human being. He said, it's awesome when you have a human being like that for a coach who treats you like a human being, and then said, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he can ask me to do anything, and I'll do it for him because of the way he treated me. Um, So that, you know, Bill likes to say you put money in the bank to withdraw later. Bill put some money in Bennett's bank to to withdraw later, and I thought that was maybe the best thing. No matter what, theoretically, Bill asked him to do, you're going to get a very helpful and positive Michael Bennett I just think you're going to get a good Michael Bennett. See,
1: I'm not on that same. I'm not all in on Michael Bennett. I I just I'm just not a big believer. I just think he comes from systems that allow your pass rushers to run up the field and just go after the quarterback. That's not what he's going to be asked to do in New England.
0: Right. Which is what he just told you and he's told you I'll do whatever they tell me to do. I'm, I'm going to use okay if I'm going to use down. what
1: you told me earlier. I haven't seen it yet and I'm not going to believe anything
0: until I see it. So you, you're down on Michael Benny. You don't yes. think he's going to be very good. I didn't say he's not going to be very good. Well, what are you saying? I'm saying expectations need to be lowered. I don't. I think you expectations have- should be that he is going to be comparable to Trey Flowers. I think he's going to do everything Trey Flowers did, and I think people are going to be like, huh, we got that for $9 million when the Lions got that for $90 million?
1: I don't think he'll be saying that. I think that you'll I think be Michael saying,
0: Bennett's going to have a really good year.
1: Do you see him playing inside as well, playing yep. all over the line? I think
0: he will move around and be tough to find and tougher to block.
1: Now, do you just do you have an issue with him not showing up?
0: No, he had a family situation.
1: No. Where was he this spring?
0: Oh, he lives in Hawaii.
1: Oh, so he just can't come?
0: I don't know. If you're good, you don't do OTAs around here anymore. Gronk didn't. Brady didn't. Michael Bennett didn't.
1: Meh. So you're putting him in the same category as Gronk and Brady already. No, he's not a GOAT, but um,
0: I think he's going to be one of your better defensive players.
1: I, I just, I don't know. He just seems to definitely some...
0: be one of your better front seven defensive players.
1: He, if he's not, then they're in a heck of a lot of trouble on defense.
0: Well, I mean, I think they have depth. I don't know how good they're going to be. But I think they have some depth. Dietrich-wise in year three, assuming he gets to full health uh, coming off the ankle, should be a better player, has a little versatility. Derek Rivers, if he gives you an edge presence, I don't know what you're including Winovich as, but he's bringing some edge presence. I think Mike Pinnell, the veteran coming over from the Jets, is going to give you a run stuffing. He already made a goal line impact.
1: Him and Lawrence guy will be a very good defensive tackle team.
0: So I think you have good depth up front. Now, Would I like to see somebody who's sort of the guy? Yeah, I would. And I think Michael Bennett can be that guy.
1: All right. Uh, Another positional battle ranking thing, punter. Jake Bailey versus Ryan Allen.
0: I got Jake Bailey. Still? Big leg. And this theory has evolved, too. I also think with the questions about your offense, uh, Joe Judge has talked in recent years how Ryan Allen will never lead the league in gross punting because he's always punting from the plus 50, blah, blah, blah. With the issues you have on offense, I don't think it's crazy to think they could struggle at times early in the year. Mm, their schedule is pretty soft. Yeah, so is their offense.
1: Okay, but I think the time. So you Bray- think
0: they're just going to march up and down the field like they usually do and put out 30 points? No, but I don't think, just yeah. based
1: off who they're playing, I don't think they're going to be having. So when
0: they're punting between the 30 and 35 okay. yard line, it's going to be nice to have a big leg to flip the field and not have Ryan Allen just, oh, I'm going to angle it towards but, the sideline so at the 40. I am.
1: I've wavered on this. I'm back on the Ryan Allen makes the roster train.
0: It won't stun me because I, I just do think, think Bill always leans towards the veteran proven commodity. I just think as much then as... Ra- then Jake Bailey yep. will have a pulled hammy. They're going to try to... They There's no way Jake Bailey's gone. Borkas did last yes. year. Yes. No, no, no. But they won't be able to sneak him through to the practice squad probably. So Jake Bailey will either be on the roster or on IR. Okay. There's no in between.
1: I, right. They're not going to use a fifth round pick and just let him I go. think he's going
0: to make the team. I've seen enough of his big my, leg. My argument is that it.
1: Bill Belichick values consistency and as much of a big leg as Jake Bailey has. For every you know, 60 yard boomer we've seen,
0: we've seen him shank the next one. That is not true. That it is, true. is not a one to one ratio. Okay. It's like it's three not, or four to one. That's not good if you're. A I didn't say it was. I just said you were being disingenuous. It's not a one to one ratio. All right. And by three, the way, dirty little secret yep. Ryan Allen shanks him too. Not as bad as Jake Bailey. No, it's probably seven to one instead of four to one. Right, I'm just. But si- I, I, you, I'm going to make your argument for you because forever, back in the day when they were a dominant football team, you remember when Bill Belichick's father Steve got in trouble for talking to the media? Yes, and he said they'd be all right if they just got rid of the yes. crappy punter, basically. Yes. And Bill stuck with a punter that he cared for and he could trust, even though he was not very good. Right. You could get that argument again, and Ryan Allen gets another year. Let's not just I let's Bailey not give
1: it. Ryan Allen like all kinds of crap here. He's a halfway decent punter. He's a halfway decent punter. Yeah. He's had his ups and downs. He's an above average punter in the NFL.
0: I would say he's an average NFL punter. He but was I, above average in the Super Bowl. He had a yeah, nice Super he, Bowl. He has. I know big he could have won the MVP. I'm not one of those guys. Okay, good because that was stupid.
1: Uh, kicker Stephen Guskowski hasn't really done too too much. He has
0: no competition, so who cares? But I think don't waste any time talking about it. He hasn't looked great in the field goal attempts we saw him kick. Who cares? He'll be fine. He'll be better than whoever the Bears have. For sure. And if you cut him, the Bears will sign him in a heartbeat. They've spent the entire offseason working like seven, eight kickers out, and they all suck. Yeah. Steven Kostowski is a good kicker.
1: I force that on you. I, I, he's fine.
0: Okay, thank you. So Now, what we haven't talked about is the return game. Wide ooh, open.
1: Yeah, very wide open. Wide
0: open, and lots of young uh, prove-it guys.
1: Yeah, like They, for instance... Jonathan Jones has been back yep. there. We asked him about it. He's like, yeah, Bill asked me to, to try it out, so I did. That, that's I, a I, stage that at
0: the RAP I, right I truly believe it's an open competition. Now, they could all suck, and you may have to have Devin McCordy return some kicks and Patrick Chung return some punts. And now, Julian what are your thoughts Edelman. on
1: this Edelman? That's the thing that we were having a debate. I don't Edelman, know if you were down there.
0: I would like to be in the fourth quarter. I need a punt return. Or, like, Get out pass, there. like, you know, playoffs only. Right. But, no, I do not want Julian Edelman, who I'm going to have to lean on at least to throw 150 balls. Well, that's the other thing
1: that you have to get to. You're relying on him so much more this year at wide receiver. You cannot afford to lose him returning Correct. a punt.
0: Correct. Now, Bill will say, oh, football players get hurt playing football. There's nothing I can do. We've play seen, football, them, football we've seen returners, football. Danny Amendola, right. returning a punt. Um, I, would, I would not like to have Edelman out there all the time. I would like it to be somebody else and then in my spots if i don't trust a braxton barrios now or, here
1: here is where some of these young receivers on the bubble can make their case to yes, make the
0: roster braxton barrios
1: braxton Berrios, i'm sort of of the mind of ryan davis you like some ryan davis i like some ryan davis you like okay. some jacoby myers
0: i like jacoby myers he's more of a theory than a uh proven product at this point yep um and i certainly didn't like that he was late to arrive to a huddle uh, for Jarrett stidham they had yep. 10 players yes, I remember and he, that I don't like those types of things. Good. That's not good. to be on the ball. How, that's not how you pull an Etling and endear yourself to the coaches. Yeah. That's the opposite. Yes. If they can't rely on you to be in the third freaking huddle and freaking practice, they don't practice, need you at all. I can't put you on the game field. I can't trust you.
1: But I, I do like the idea of an undrafted rookie making this team. Yeah, it always happens.
0: There will be one.
1: And to add both these arguments, these two were working with Tom Brady off to the side during special teams work one of the <sighs> days
0: this week. Poor Tom Brady. What do you call it now? The, well, yeah. it used to be the Hall of Fame drill. Now it's the Jag drill. You're not lying. Uh, it literally used to be Mosses Gronk, or Gronk Rivas. or Revis, guys like that. Yeah. And now Edelman. it's run of the mill tight ends, run of the mill receivers. Yeah. It's it's sad, really. It's a little bit sad, but it is what it is. Tom Brady, here's some chicken. You know what? Make by them. the end of the year, I want some good old chicken salad. And usually it works out. Correct um oh, that's a good place to end it all got, works out in the end everything's awesome i was
1: actually ask you got anything else
0: no wrap this up all don't right. ever ask if you so got we Let's have wrap this thing up the i'm not saying it's late monday night but it may or may not be late monday night the off day on tuesday perfect day to listen to the off
1: day podcast,
0: off day podcast. talking to your microphone we're, we're professional broadcasters i'm looking here.
1: something up please sorry what are you watching for these next three days before they head off to detroit
0: uh damian harris Yes. I want to see Damian Harris. Like well, see him- Sony Michelle, too. But yeah. Damian Harris, why have I seen so much Brandon Bolden? I want to know what that is exactly. Maybe they're just throwing Bolden a bone because they know at some point they might need him, like yep. you said. Or maybe Damian Harris not quite ready in their eyes to be sort of big boy football. Yep. Um, but I'd like to see Damian Harris step up. I'd like to see one of the younger receivers continue to step up. You want to see Berrios, someone to step up there like, like Maurice Harris. Does. Yes. Now, it's easier. He's a veteran. He should be ahead of those guys. But okay, now, it's, you know, five days in, yep. seven days in, ten days in, going to joint practices, yep. take the opportunity and run with it because there's a massive opportunity here. And, yeah, I'm missing the obvious one. I buried the lead. Nikhil Harry. Start looking like a first-round wide receiver. Yep. Look like you can run, get open, and catch the football, because right now I have my doubts. I'll be
1: looking to the offensive line to find some way. The skipper! Whether it's Isaiah Wynn comes back to 11-on-11s, whether it's Dan Skipper looks great. Skipper! Whether it's Joe Tooney hey, plays a lot more left tackle, and Ted Karras, James Ferent steps up on the inside, just somewhere to emerge there to make you feel better. Okay. But the situation. You watch
0: the offensive line, I'll watch the passing game.
1: It's going to be nice to actually have you around. You're a... Uh, you left me alone these last I couple was
0: watching I Was the Eye in the Sky and It Never Lies.
1: Uh, you were watching ants running around a field.
0: No, they had different color shirts on and stuff. <laughs> I could differentiate some.
1: Close enough. Yeah. But you'll be back with me full time, yeah. watch practice, blogging, observations.
0: Damn right. Uh, All of it. Force
1: me to take attendance. Twitter, at Jumbo Heart. At Ryan Hannibal. At Off Day Pod. I have one plug here. John Anderson, our fine producer, with Chris Scheim, the, one of the hosts of the Dale and Keith show will be having their own little mini-show this weekend, Saturday. A little gambling angle, big oh, picture.
0: gambling. Called The Payday. I'm going to say take the points. All I right. don't even know what the game is, but take I, the points.
1: I, I, like, I like the title. John Anderson came up with it, I think. I like The Payday. Yes, payday. That's coming this weekend. As Andy mentioned, follow us on Twitter, The Off Day Pod, Instagram, Off Day Podcast, Facebook, Off Day Podcast, and email us. How the hell long are we going here? Email us. Andy wants email questions. I do. Did we get any emails last week? I don't think so. Screw you all, then. Off day the podcast at... We're not going
0: to be interactive.
1: G- ...at gmail.com. Email us any questions, anything. We're here for the people.
0: If you don't want to email us, send don't. us... Don't. I don't us, care. Send us a tweet. If you don't want to interact, don't. I don't care. I'll just babble. But as you can see, I can get emotional, and if you poke the bear on an email or Twitter, mm-hmm. you could uh, enjoy the results.
1: All right, Andy. Thanks a lot. See you next week. See you. Bye.